Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and he was like, I never thought I would be able to buy a house. I have more than $400,000 in student loan debt, and it was no way that I thought I could afford one. And then I found this program. So I was like, I know this program. Matter of fact, let me reach out to the folks over at NACA and invite them on. So let me welcome back to the show the CEO of Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, Mr. Bruce Marks. Welcome. Hey, Karen. It's great to be on. Thank you for having me. Good Thank you. you. Good to see you. Um, you know, this program for people who, you know, we lived through the subprime debacle where folk lost, uh, black people lost a, a good deal of their wealth with homes that uh, they shouldn't have been given loans for. Right. What I love about NACA, if you're patient, if you can endure the process, that not only are you going to get a great interest rate and one that you can, I mean, his interest rate is in the ones, which I'm like right. jealous about. He's like, I was able to buy down. So we bought down all the way to 1.75. Yeah. I was like, that's beautiful. But you're going to set people up to win. So talk about the the founding of NACA and what it is that you guys do. Sure. So, so I started NACA 36 years ago. So I uh, come, come out of the, the, uh, of the union movement with uh, the Hotel Workers Union. And, uh, you know, starting back in uh, the mid-80s, we said, okay, what is this union going to do in Boston that is going to really benefit uh, its membership and the communities where our members live? We said, well, we need housing. We need to be able to live close to where we work. So what do we do? We negotiated the first ever housing trust fund, and this is money paid by the hotel owners for down payment and for closing cost assistance. But it didn't work because the lenders were are racist and they wouldn't land on reconventional terms. So an individual named Miles Iyamu, he was a broker in, in he's a broker in Boston. He said, "Do you know about hard money, predatory lending?" So for two years, two and a half years, we did the research. And we took on the issue of predatory lending. And we actually coined the term back in the campaign in Boston. And then over the years, you know, we built this program. So the first victory we did was against, it was a four and a half year war against Fleet Bank. And we won that war. And as a result of that war, we said, you know, yeah, they had to settle the $8 billion in city program. They settled the losses. But we got $140 million of the best mortgage in this country. And now we've taken that $140 million and we have $20 billion. And so what does that mortgage do? Well, it overcomes the four major roadblocks to affordable home ownership. Number one, people need down payment and closing costs. It's, you have to have a lot of money. So what is, what is the solution? No down payment and no closing costs. Because people work hard, but it's tough to save that money. Second, restrictive underwriting based on credit score. Well, we shouldn't do lending based on credit score. We should do lending based on what people control in their payments. So if I have a low credit score because I have an unaffordable medical bill, I have to go to the hospital, I have to get you know, doctor's care, I shouldn't be penalized for that. So what does that mean? That means you don't use, you don't use credit score, but you look at payments that the home buyer controls over the last 12 months, maybe extending it to 24 months, but what they control. So it's called character-based lending. Number three, unaffordable terms. So 
I'm going to push back a little bit, Karen, when you said, you know, during the mortgage crisis, you're exactly right. Millions and millions of African-American homeowners lost their homes, but not because they couldn't afford it. It's because they were making the payments on time up until February of 2008. And what happened then? Those payments doubled and tripled. So they were structured to fail, but they were certainly they should have been able to stay in those homes because they were making those payments on the initial payment, but those mortgages were structured to fail. So you're exactly right. With balloon payments, with balloon payments and, and jumps in the interest rate. Right. So, you know, so if we, um, you know, someone got a mortgage and they had a payment of a thousand dollars and they were qualified for that payment of a thousand dollars, but that payment would go to $2,000 to $3,000. So, you know, they, it was structured to fail, not through the fault of the homeowner, because it was a fault of, you know, industry, predatory mm-hmm. lenders, the government, and others, investors. But anyway, that's on. So that's a third roadblock we overcome. And everybody gets a fixed rate. Everybody gets a fixed rate. So today's rate for a 30-year mortgage is 2.625. Today's rate for a 15-year mortgage is 2%. And as you're saying, you can buy down, permanently buy down the interest rate, often to as you know, 1% or even lower. And the wow. fourth is, you know, fourth is racism and biases. So what do we do? We make sure that when someone comes to NACA, we counsel them, we get them ready for home ownership, and then they become a desirable customer for realtors, sellers and lenders so you know and yet but we have we're always doing better so one of the things now is yes in the past it took some people a little bit of time to get through the process we have streamlined that process so that means that we're getting people through that process and it'll get even faster within 30 days of the executor purchase and sale so not only is it the best mortgage in america overcoming the four major roadblocks to home ownership, but it's the fastest, most streamlined process out there. So it's one of those things that sounds too good to be true. All right, but well, I'm, I'm going to scratch the surface, the, the brighter it shines. Bruce Marks is here. He is the CEO and founder of NACA, NACA uh, Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America. Um, I've had a few people go through and they complained about the, the, counselors some of the counselors uh they had some bad experiences some of the things were delayed it was really you know uh disorganized and i feel like you know city to city state to state you're going to have different levels of expertise uh not all of the um folk that are managing some of the programs are at the same level so somebody may have a bad experience in one area some not in the other but it was really a function of you not having enough people for the demand, which is a good problem, I guess, except not having enough people causes problems sometimes. So you told me during a break that you guys are move, or you're, you're about to build, or you buying a building. Tell us about this Atlanta project. So, so we're yes, so we uh, we have bought a building in Chicago where our office is, and we are you know buying a building in Atlanta because we're going to have you know the NACA Economic Justice Center, where we're going to be you know training people to be housing counselors, training people to be appraisers. You know, and with a focus on minority uh, individuals to get them certified, training people to do the aggressive community organizing. But yes, 
we we are the large we're HUD certified counseling agencies. There are 1700 HUD certified counseling agencies. We're just one. We do over 30% of the counseling in this country. And pretty soon we'll be over 50%. So yes, we're sometimes a victim of our own success. So we do these events. I mean, we've done you know, massive events and we're going back and we're starting the events again to help people get through the process even faster. Like for example, in Queens, we, we did one at Aqueduct Racetrack, you know, so it's a huge, huge uh, facility. And you know, that was, that was uh, two years ago. That was three years ago, actually, that, that, uh, that we did that. And that's when Karen, I knew that we had this down because we had over 15,000 people there, wow. virtually a hundred percent people of color, it's open to everybody, but the drumbeat in the neighborhood is you come to NACA. We did no outreach. We did zero outreach. It was all word of mouth. And then they said, when that happened, I said, we've got that. Now we're, we're, we're building, we're hiring, and the systems that we put in place will allow us to do three, four, five times more than we do now. And we're right now by far the largest. I love so that. yes, you, you always want to take a negative and make it into a positive. And yes, the demand is huge, but we got this. Listen, I'm always going to tell the truth. Uh, I don't, um, you know, I could like something. We're going we're gonna to always talk about all of the foibles because I don't want anybody to go through and say, well, I had this experience. You know, we we have One United Bank as a, as a sponsor uh, on the show. And, you know, there have been times where people have reached out and like their customer service. I call the, the president or I'll send her the email. And it's like, this is the, and she gets right on it because, we want to serve, you know, we want to make sure we're serving at the highest level. So I appreciate, you know, this exchange. We're talking with Bruce Marks. Um, I'm going to get a call in. Uh, who, somebody just went through your program. They want to sing the praises and we're going to talk about that. And I want to know who qualifies, like what are the qualifications to become a NACA uh, member? We'll talk about this, Bruce, in a second. But let's head over to Ohio. Welcome in Stephanie. You're on the Karen Hunter show. Hi, Steph. Hello, Karen. Hello, Bruce Marks. Um, I'm so excited. I'm from Ohio. I literally started this program July of 2019 and thought it was too good to be true. I'm a perfectionist, so I had to get all my stuff together. Um, And in April 2020, I finally uploaded everything to my file. And, you know, the housing market was crazy. But in December, uh, 30th of December, 2021, I closed on my house. I bought my interest rate down to 1.375. Wow. And I'm a single mom of three. I have student loan debt, <laughs> you know, and I'm taking care of three kids, and it's just my income, and I don't get any other income. So for anybody that thinks like this program, they might not be able to make it through, I'm telling you to still try because anything is possible. It does take patience and perseverance. But me going through this program, I know exactly what I was getting myself into, and I'm now counseling others through the process because I know that by me going through this process, I was able to get the home that my children and I deserved, mm. not the home that, you know, other banks would say I can afford. Tell me tell so, me how, how that changed your life. So you were renting before, Stephanie? Tell, tell me the difference between what you were renting before you got your home and then what your home and then what was the the impact financially buying versus renting? Um, so I 
I lived in Mansfield, Ohio, and my rent was also through HUD. So I was only paying $605 for a four-bedroom home um, for rent, which that is not really heard of even around where I lived, where I was living. But I wanted to move to Columbus to give my kids more of an opportunity, a wealth of more opportunity of knowledge. And so I knew I could not afford, <laughs> afford that on just my salary. Um, but going through their program, I've only increased $300 a month on what I'm paying in my mortgage, my taxes, and my insurance. Wow. So, wow. so that is leaving me still able to save money every month to do more things with my kids and continue to build that generational wealth. And tell me about the house versus the apartment. I mean, the other house. What, what's special about this house that you purchased? Um, number one, it's mine. <laughs> I can do whatever I want with it. But my children, you know, we already had a four-bedroom home, but now we have our own piece of land, and we are, you know, making some changes to make it our own. Um, but I have a family room now, and I have a beautifully amazing large backyard, and we love to entertain our family. So I can just already see the gatherings of the family, you know, once COVID is a little bit more under control. But I'm just so excited for all the memories that we're going to put into this home that my kids can always come back to. I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Stephanie. And Bruce is just smiling. Tell us. us, Look, I have the best job in this country. You can't beat this job. And, uh, you know, so it's great to hear from Stephanie. But, you know, we make miracles happen every day, every day. And 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 it shouldn't have to be that way. You know, it, it should be the standard out there. Mm-hmm. Because remember what built the white middle class after World War II, the no down payment VA mortgage. And it was the white middle class because if one was of color, you couldn't access those mortgages or buy those properties. That's right. So the standard has to be, you know, if it was good back then for building the white suburbs, why is that standard not good now? Because and we live in a racist society that want yes. they have to keep an underbelly in order to maintain power. Bruce, you know why. But I'm glad Absolutely. that you're fighting through it. Appreciate that. And we're not minorities. We're the global majority. Lisa. Yes. Lisa in New York. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi, Karen. Hi, and hi, hi. I guess I didn't hear his name. I just came on. Bruce Marks. I heard this conversation. Thanks. Hello, Bruce Marks. Lisa. I had a... Uh, a good experience at first because it did help me. I was in a tight situation, so I needed to refinance. However, I um, soon realized it was a little too good to be true because I ended up in a balloon uh, mortgage. It wasn't a fixed, and it was fixed on the first end, and then it then it changed. Actually, it wasn't fixed. It ended up being a balloon. So right now, I'm in a position where I have to find a way to. Um, modify you went through knock NACA? i didn't even know y'all did refinancing do y'all do refinancing no, okay no. you didn't go through NACA, lisa because as soon as you said refinance i was like i don't think that's yeah, their program no. explain again and thank you for calling i'm sorry you have a subprime loan uh that had a balloon payment but bruce walk us through again what what kind of programs are do you have available for home like what's the perfect candidate for a NACA uh process you know, anybody, if, if, if you're going to be an you know, owner-occupant, you have to be an owner-occupant. But, you know, even if you own, own another property, you can sell that and come on through. But, you know, it's there. I mean, so I'm going to say it's for, it's for low and moderate-income people. Um, but, you know, everybody wants to be part of it. 
So, you know, so, you know, you have to start the program and remember, you know, so you, you, you go to the website, NACA.com, you know, NACA.com, you sign up for a workshop. We do them every two weeks uh, and we do regional ones. So they're in particular to one's region. And then, you know, you, you uh, get a housing counselor who will see you through the process. And so I'm going to say so to everybody, because what's so, the process? Everybody, so the process is, you know, once you do the, once you do the four hour workshop, then you would make an appointment, but we're going to require, cause we just put this in place. You know, you're going to have to put into our system, your information, you know, who your landlord is, what is your income and to verify that. And then once you do that, then you would make an appointment with a counselor. It can be right now because of the pandemic, it is a video conferencing. But, you know, we'll go back to face-to-face with our 48 offices. And then we're going to get you NACA qualified. And that's really, in essence, a pre-approval. And then you do the housing search. Then once you do that, you come back. We make sure that your, your circumstances haven't changed. We submit it to the bank. And you're done on that. But we require one's participation. Because remember, we are thy brother's keeper. So we want people to participate in whatever way that they feel comfortable. That can be during the re-demonstrations that we do, during the actions that we do, or just to help people through the process. And also we require everybody to be a registered voter if one is legally able to. So NACA has 3 million members, 3 million members and growing. So really behind the scenes, we're probably the largest, if not one of the largest, you know, reg- you know, entities registering voters. So we were, uh, we made a huge difference when we mobilized our membership over 340,000 members in Georgia to, to, you know, to deal with this, the Senate runoffs for both Ossoff and Warnock. So, you know, we mobilized our members to make change in this country. And as good as we are, the best is yet to come. There's the stuff that, that we have in place, but, you know, it sounds too good to be true. I just want to say this. There's, you should always ask that question because there's more abuse, there's more criminal activity in the real estate and the mortgage business than any other industry. So someone should always ask that question. But the more you look at NACA and the track record, you know, you can buy a house and you can renovate it. So you can buy a one to four family if you want to be a landlord condo, co-ops, whatever it is, we got this. And it didn't drop because we're, you know, nice people and we, and we, and we asked for people. We fought and we got this. And, you know, and that's how we're able to achieve this. And we want to make the NACA standard the national standard. And this is for first-time home buyers. It's for someone who, when they close, this is the only property that they own. Okay. So if, if they sell so it's their not property, for investors, it's not for yeah. It's not for investors. It's not for investors. But if you but if you purchase through NACA and you want to buy other properties, as long as you live in that property, you're free to, to you know, you can do anything and if you can sell it at any time as well. I love it. Chris Chris in Massachusetts, I want to get you in before we have to go to break. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Hi. Hi, Karen. How are you? First time Good. caller? Oh, Long welcome. time listener. Thank you. Yay! Nice to meet you, Mr. Marks. Nice to meet um, you. Question. Sure. I have a, um, I'm, I'm already a, a homeowner, but I have a family member who was uh, incarcerated and now they turned their lives around and they've been asking me, well, how can I, you know, own a home and buy a home? 
And I was wondering if this is a program that would be ideal for a person that has of that situation. Oh, there, there's no question, but, you know, absolutely. But, but we take it even further than that. We hire people for second chance opportunities. So we hire people, you know, who are from the community. And, you know, we, we understand people have gone through, you know, we have a, a racist criminal justice system. And, you know, so we understand that. So we, we want to give people an opportunity, second chance opportunities. And that's how we've structured both who we hire and the counseling that we do, as well as who we assist to be home owners. So how, if we want to work for NACA, if, we, if you want to become a counselor, if you want to you go to NACA.com and then what, what do we do? And then jobs. And then you'll see jobs. about NACA, you, you would see job, job opportunities there. I see. Okay. And, I see. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and it's even better. So when we hire people, we tend, we don't hire people who are existing mortgage brokers. We hire people who are good counselors who really understand whether you can be an educator a school teacher or a counselor, you know, people who have that mindset. And then we train them. They become HUD, HUD certified. They become licensed as a mortgage loan originator. And then they understand the NACA program and we provide that training. All right. Well, Chris, thank you. Welcome to the call and family call back anytime. And I hope that was helpful. Uh, let's go to Michael in Connecticut. Who's been holding. Welcome. Hi, Michael. Michael. And great to talk to uh, Mr. Marks. I met him back in October of 2011 at the Javits Center when they did a home save program when the economy was really bad. And I can tell you I'm a student of NACA to where I put, I think, three people that have bought homes. You had a home save program, and I think I've helped about four people save their homes by way of NACA. So I work very closely with them, have set up seminars for them to do their first time home buyer seminars. So I'm well versed and it's, a, it's the best home buying program, period, if you can get through the hurdles. And mm-hmm. I always tell people, they're hurdles. And to anything good, Karen, you know this. That's right. Anything really good, it's, you're going to have to put some skin in the game. It's going to take you something to get through it. And if you can get through it, it is by far the best mortgage in the business. I used to be a mortgage broker too. So it's the best mortgage in the business. Bruce, I guess you're going to co-sign. So, so I want to address that because I think the point, I think the point that Michael and, and uh, we appreciate what you're saying, but you're right because we're a victim of our own success. So we have a lot of people coming through. So one of the things that you're going to see over the next two to four weeks is in the NACA website, there'll be what's called the member portal the member portal. And what that means is that the members, any home buyers, home buyers, we call, you know, people members, uh, as a member, you know, what you pay, the only thing you pay is $25 membership fee per year per household. It's a minimal, it's nothing, basically, but it's a legal requirement. You have to do something for someone to to become a member. But what you're going to see over the next two to four weeks is a change process. So the members will put in their information. They'll put in all their information. So instead of the counselor having to do that, the member will. So the member will, you know, upload their, if, you know, their rate W-2, their tax returns, their bank statements. We're going to do all that. And when the member puts that in there, they'll be able to get an appointment within two weeks. 
within two weeks. And we're going to be able to get people through the process in no time. Because, yes, there's no one will ever question, you know, or push back and say it's not the best mortgage. But we need to make this the standard for the country. And so we do business in all 50 states. And that's what we're going to do. So you always want to, you know, say, yeah, what are the roadblocks? What are the impediments for particularly people of color to get through the process? And we're going to do this on a massive scale. But also, let me let me just say one one of the things that what Mike was talking about. We did these massive Save the Dream events. We did 144 of this at the Javits Center, at you know Los Angeles Convention Center, you know in Atlanta where we had over 50,000 people, you know I mean, and we were modifying mortgages on the spot. But what we're doing now is we're doing these NACA events where and we're going to start in May. We're going to start in Miami. Then we're going to go to um, Aqueduct Racetrack in Queens. Then we're going to go to uh, Houston and Chicago and Baltimore and Atlanta. So people can come in and get the whole process done in one or two days. Mm. These are four or five events. I mean, four or five day events. So we're always looking to do more in, with you know both the individual counseling and the events and the other thing that we didn't talk about is we also are really helping people who are renters. Yes, yeah, so I was just going to ask you about that. You have an emergency rental assistance on the website. People can click on yes. that. And what what is that? So so right now, so the good news is is that the government that they have that they have committed forty seven billion dollars in rental assistance. The bad news is it's been mismanaged. So you have over five hundred providers out there who are just not getting the job done. So what is NACA doing? NACA has stepped in. We're saying, you know, someone can put their information into our system and we'll assign them an economic justice advocate, a counselor, to help them get through that process, to help them submit uh, their application to the providers out there and stay on with that renter until they get the assistance because it's not getting out there. And that's what we're doing. And sometimes this, this uh, you know, uh, requires campaigns. So, for example, we have a big problem in Atlanta, Georgia, where the Georgia Department of Community Affairs has a billion dollars, carrying a billion dollars to give out, and they've given out like $60 million of it. So the person in charge is Chris Nunn. So what do we do? We, you know, do a demonstration where he works with over 300 people. We get some changes there, still not getting it done. We go to his house in Buckhead, Uh-oh. you know, to uh, take him on. Because, you know, in this country, they talk about personal accountability. Oh, yeah, you're a worker or a homeowner and you got to be personal accountable. Well, what about the CEOs? What about the decision makers? That's right. Well, we got to hold them personally accountable where they socialize, where they live, where they work, whatever they do, we got to be there. And we got to hold them personally accountable. And that's what we do. I love it. I love it. Let's try to get as many callers in as possible. Uh, Tashia Tashia in Atlanta, where we were just talking about. Welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. Thank you for holding. Hi. How are you? I'm a first-time caller. Love the show. Welcome. (laughs) I was calling in because I had a really hard time with NACA. I was in the process for over two years and there were staffing issues so i kept having to start over i went through i think 
four counselors. Um, summer of 21, I was, my file was submitted to the underwriter. Um, then I had to respond with certain things. I turned them in right away. And then I lost another counselor and had to start right over again. And then the last counselor I had said I was getting submitted and didn't give me another appointment and never submitted my file. It was just, it was very frustrating for me. But I think because in Atlanta, uh, the Decatur office closed. So has there been anything, any developments in the last three months or so where the, the, the office in metropolitan Atlanta or in Decatur is back and running? What is, are there any staff here? Like what's happened to stabilize the staff in the last three months? Sure. So, so I'm sorry about that, but uh, let, let me do, let me say a few things. And the first thing, let, let, let me give you my email. Uh, so I don't have an assistant. Uh, I don't believe in that. I believe in being hands-on. So it's, um, so, so it's B marks, B M A R K S at NACA.com. So B M A R K S at NACA.com. And I want to make sure that we, uh, that we follow through and, um, that, and, um, that, that we escalate. I love, I, love, um, I love that. I love that. But but the other thing is, you know, it's been tough during the pandemic. You know, you know, yes, we we have not shut down. We did not lay anybody off. Actually, we hired people during the uh, pandemic. But you know, and I'm not making excuses because you know everybody's important, and we got to see everybody through. But yes, we now are getting everybody back to the offices. Everybody's vaccinated. You cannot work at NACA if you're not vaccinated. Uh, to do that. Now, we're starting to open up the offices, but we haven't done that. So we're still doing um, the video conferencing. But we, you know, it's, this is a job where it's really tough to work from home. You know, it really is. And yes, we did well, given the circumstances. But now everybody's back. And frankly, I believe and we believe at NACA in face-to-face -face counseling. Yes, yeah. we're going to, yeah. you know, to do that. And, you know, and and we're going to see everybody through and we have you know at each workshop that we do for atlanta you know we do one for uh, for georgia we have a maximum of a thousand people we we max out every two weeks but that you know i'm saying we're going to get everybody through you stick with this okay. program you'll have an opportunity to be a homeowner that's what i'm hearing let's try to get through as many as possible we got every line is lit which means you probably have to come back bruce uh let's do uh donna in boston bring her in welcome to the karen hunter show hey Bo hey hey donna welcome hi karen hi bruce bruce i'm not sure if you remember me but bruce was uh, phenomenal helping me save my home back in 1993 um, i think bruce i don't on. know if you remember donna come on 1993 who remembers 19... that? Bruce, because Fleet Bank had some mortgages that weren't right. And they were on, Bruce, I'm sure you remember, I think you were on Columbus Avenue? Yeah, absolutely. 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 And I can't remember your partner's name at that time. Uh, he can't that either. It was 93. Me. That was like a thousand years ago. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my, you know. So, yeah. so, so how, did, how did you save your, how were you able to save your home, Donna? Well, uh, NACA helped me save my home by um, uh, getting the bank to uh, buy back the mortgage. I think that's how we did it. And, um, and then they sold it back to me lower than wow. what I originally paid for it. And that afforded me to fix the home up because I had got scammed in 
um, the when I bought the house, they were supposed to change the heating system. They never did, and then my mortgage got bought over and over, and finally landed with Fleet. And I was about to lose the home, and somebody recommended me to NACA, and um, you know they did an excellent job. I saved that house, I remodeled it. I'm on to like my fourth house now, fifth house. I still live in Boston, <laughs> and um, I always recommend everybody to Bruce and go to NACA to get the help. My tenant, actually, she's in her. My tenant is in your program right now. Look at that, Donna. You that that was look at Bruce is just smiling. That was a testimony of all time. I'm gonna take one more call and then we're gonna. Yeah, but, but, go. but, but I gotta say this for Donna. Donna, please send 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 me an email at um at uh bmarksandnaka.com. Can I just gotta say one thing? You know we that that when we took on Fleet Bank, you know is a four and a half year war. The last thing that we did with with them, I mean we got them on sixty minutes. We exposed them. So they were doing an event at the Newton Marriott. So it was it was sponsored by the Harvard Business School. Well, you know, what we did is, is that we stole the names of the Harvard Business School graduates, and we went in there with over 40, virtually everybody, someone of color, to do that. We shut that down. We said to Terry Murray, the CEO, You're, we're, you know, we're shutting you down. He said, I'm going to settle this. He settled it. The last thing he said to me is, I've given you enough rope to hang yourself. You're never going to be an activist again. But he gave us full control, full control. And that's how we've been able to build this. So, as I said, it's great to hear from Karen and everybody. Thank you. Donna. All right, let's take Ira in Jersey. He wants to purchase a house, but his wife's credit isn't great. So he has a question. Quickly, Ira, let us know your issue quickly. Yes, hi. Hi, Karen. Hi. First, I want to thank you so much, Karen, because I followed your lead in reference to um, One United, and I'm glad you got on the customer service. So I feel um, great about that. Now, in reference to the house, um, I'm in the process of purchasing the house. I'm 57. My wife is 54. And um, her credit is not that great. And it seems like I'm having... Um, constantly faced with pitfalls in reference to getting a a mortgage that we can um we can afford so, so this was like heaven sent to me i was gonna say uh credit score is not a problem right right bruce that's, yeah. that's right yeah you never look at credit score you should never do as that as a matter of fact the... as a matter of fact i'm right now filling out the application to join a work workshop so yeah you can so much right. thank you and let us know, you know, let us know and we'll have Bruce back yeah. and we'll walk through it. And, you know, if you run into any pitfalls, you got his email address now. Yeah. But go ahead. Thank you, Ira, for, for sharing that. Go ahead, Bruce. So so it's, so it's even worse in a rate terms of credit score with, outside of NACA because, you know, they use it to determine whether someone should even get a mortgage. But then they use it, the lower your credit score is, the higher the interest rates. I mean, that's predatory. And that's the government programs. That's the bank's programs. So we're the only program out there, only program where everybody gets the same terms regardless of their credit score. And that's the way it should be. If you qualify for home ownership, you should get that same term as everybody else. I love it. Hey, Bruce, uh, let's let's do this regularly. Let's uh, let's do a you know a live workshop on the on the Karen on the show. I appreciate you coming back through. Uh, don't be a stranger, sir. I love what you're oh. doing. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.